0: Okay. Shake it out. Where's I, our beer no. sweaty. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one. Modern. Modern. Deadhood. Deadhood. Modern
1: Deadhood Podcast. All right. Well, here we go. Here we go. This is the mom takeover.
0: Mom takeover. <laughs> Just what we were wanting for Mother's Day.
1: <laughs> Here, do some work. Yeah, right? We are are
0: Modern Dadhood. Modern Momhood. Modern Momhood. Modern Dadhood is an ongoing conversation about the joys, challenges, and general insanity of being a dad in this moment.
1: We're the moms that go with the dads, and we were told that it's a mom takeover (laughs) episode.
0: I'm Jamie. I am Mark's wife. We have the crazy twins, (laughs) (laughs) the
1: toddler twins, three-year-old twins. Mm -hmm. So, And I'm Sarah, and I am Adam's wife, and we have two girls that are seven and four. Did you know about the mom takeover before you heard it? I did not.
0: Mark said, oh, we have this fun idea. (laughs) You and Sarah can take over the podcast
1: for an Mm -hmm. episode. Mm Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, all right, sure, we'll do that. Yeah, I didn't know about this either until I have a couple of colleagues that are (laughs) regular listeners, and got a a Slack message the morning at like eight a.m. the morning of the last episode release. It said, "Hey, can't wait to hear you on the podcast." And I went, "Okay, yeah, that is (laughs) that's that's fine." But you know what? We really
0: can't complain because. Adam and Mark are upstairs watching all of our kids. Mm -hmm. So really Mm -hmm. the best part is that we're just chilling kid-free. Some time off. Yeah, time off is good. (laughs) So I guess this episode, the guys thought a good idea was to put some little prompt questions in a bowl. Mm -hmm. And we're just going to pick them out of the hat. Like that. And okay. <laughs> What's a mom myth that grinds your gears? <laughs> <laughs> grinds
1: my gears. <clears throat> a mom myth. It's mm-hmm. not really a mom myth, but one thing I don't love about like modern momhood mm-hmm. is like Pinterest and social mm-hmm. media, like mm-hmm. creating this. Standard. I mean, yes, yes, everybody knows, like, social media is just, like, the highlight reel right. of everybody's life. <clears throat> but, like, I do not want to throw, like, a themed birthday party. Yes. I don't want to make special yes. cookies. I don't want to make special... Fa- like, that's just not... I'm not crafty. Yep. I love my kids I will you know cut off a finger for my children but like I don't know like the theme of a birthday party is all, at our house is always just a birthday party yeah
0: and that's a really good answer I think like when the boys turned one like you know we had a cupcake like that's, <laughs> that's what we did and right. like you know so and not to it's fine to have a big party I just mm-hmm. that's not Kind Mm -hmm. of like how we feel about that either.
1: Yeah. I have friends who do it and are great at it and enjoy it. Right. Not me. Yeah. It's just not Um, me.
0: I was a little sad this year with COVID, though, because Mm -hmm. our boys turned three in February. And it was really their first, you know, when you're they turn one, they turn two, they're still pretty small, but this mm-hmm. was their first birthday part of birthday that they would have enjoyed probably mm-hmm. to have like a couple friends over and a cake or something like yeah. that. And then we couldn't do that, but that's fine. There will be many more years for it. Mm-hmm. So here's a mom myth for you. So, you know, you always hear this expression of, oh, it's so hard. It's so hard. But my kid smiles at me and it makes it all worth it. And I want to go, no, it doesn't. It just doesn't. Mm -hmm. Like, and Mark and I had a conversation early on when the boys were small about that, about, you know, it makes it all worth, you know, it's all worth it Mm -hmm. in the end. And, and really the reality is kind of more of like, there's room for both of those things to exist Mm -hmm. when you have those precious, wonderful moments with them it's not that it feels worth it. It's just that that's a wonderful experience, right? Right. And then you have the other experience where you want to just scream and Mm -hmm. run away. And both of those things can be true. And it's not that it makes it worth it or not worth it. It's just, that's the experience of it. So I, that's just one of those sayings that like really uh, gets me.
1: It like takes your life to new extremes. Mm -hmm. Like it's more, there's this like, Pure love and like yeah. absolute devotion that you are just like wired to this other
0: mm-hmm.
1: being. And it's incredible. And it's like, I remember hearing somewhere, you know, when you have a kid, it's like you're living in this house and you've like opened a door to this room that you never knew was there. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is a whole new level of like the human experience. It, this is incredible. That's true. But... Yeah, there's also this, like, I've never been more tired. I've never been more, like, aware of the limitations of my energy, like, my emotions, my patience. patience. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Definitely, yeah. And (laughs) I guess that's one good thing about, like, social media or the Internet or something in the age we live in is, like, it is easier to connect with people and hear people's like honest experiences of like, yeah, "Yeah, this is really hard and that's
0: kind of normal. Right. Yeah, that's very true. And I think it is, it's such a double edged sword with the social media. There definitely are some benefits to it. I mean, I actually remember early on when I really struggled with the boys when they were infants and I had just a really hard time and, there were some like twin pages. Um, Twin adversity was the one in particular. Mm -hmm. And it was really helpful for me to hear other people's stories, um, having twins specifically, because I didn't know anyone that had or closely that really Mm -hmm. had twins, but then, yeah, there's the whole other side, the dark side of the internet and the the social media. So yeah, Yeah, it's good and bad, I guess.
1: Yeah. Same here. I, I, was in a mom Facebook group. Well, I'm still in it. I'm just right. not that active anymore when our oldest was a baby. And I remember going back to work, you know, after my like 10 or 12 weeks of leave and being like, who do I talk to now? Like who, like so on different. leave, I had gone to like a few, you know, like mom sit in a circle and breastfeed and mm-hmm. cry and whatever, you know, whatever, <laughs> yes. which was wonderful. Cause it was like, okay, I'm not alone. And going back to work was like, who do I ask? Like, rant, stuff that wouldn't rise to the importance of like call a doctor, but like, is this normal? What about this? You know, what do I do with this? Because because
0: at work, there weren't a lot of young moms moms there, right? There
1: was no young moms there. And. Having having this group of like relatively like minded people to just be like, Yeah, what's a deal with this? Like, yeah, is this poop color normal? Like, what's yeah. go- my boob hurts? What's going on? Right? Like, yeah, was amazing. Did
0: you have friends that were young parents in your kind of circle or,
1: um, yeah, yes, yeah, you a did few. have some, some yeah. yeah, and that was that was really. Right. Yeah, it is hard. And I do,
0: I remember thinking all those nights, like, you know, up in the middle of the night with the kids and um, when they're babies and I would Google so many things, right? Mm -hmm. So many things. I'm like, I really don't. I mean, it's trite to say, but I really don't know how parents did it before. But Mm -hmm. also, you know, I'm reading a book right now and they're talking about how the social structure of family is so different now too. Just a hundred years ago, like you would have your mom and your grandmother and everything around. Yes. Um, and they pass down knowledge and hopefully wisdom and, mm-hmm. you know, and just give you a break and mm-hmm. all that stuff that yeah. the modern family mm-hmm. doesn't have as much anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mark and I are planning our trip away in September. It'll be the first time in three and a half years we've yeah. ever we've been away from the kids at, at night,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and that's it's like that's not really how a family is meant to be. Right.
1: You're not Um, on like
0: the family commune. Yeah, which there is. I mean, that's a good thing, right? (laughs) probably, (laughs) because I don't know how that would go if, you know, our parents were right here or or whatnot. But, you know, there's something to be said for it and for that that loss of structure in the family Mm -hmm. and the extended family, you know, being around. We've sort of just lost that a little bit.
1: Yeah. I think that's another thing that's really hard on moms and dads, but in like the age that we're living in is there's no like I remember hearing something that um parents now or probably moms especially are spent, mm-hmm. you like we're spending more time with our kids yeah. than parents have in generations yes. past. And we're, you know, and a lot of moms are working and mm-hmm. even if you're not working outside the home, you're just running, you know, running a house, like yes. keeping the laundry moving, Everything. keeping the Making, grocery list in your head yes, of what you're running out of and what yeah, you need. And what, yeah. You know, and oh, that's like a full time job. It and, is. It and really is. And then that additional pressure to like be the stimulation and. Right. Keep them entertained. Yeah. And even if like pretty early on with our oldest real like reading that, like basically it was OK to not be her playmate all the yes. time and in fact it was good for her and right. I was like thank God.
0: Because I like, recently just read something like that and I was like oh thank God yes. Yeah. Our problem is I can't leave I don't know about your kids but like the boys when I we leave them alone they just they fight. The fighting mm-hmm. is intense. I mean mm-hmm. and I mean we're trying to do all the right things to help it but yeah. this same book that I'm reading Hunt Gather Parent I don't know should I say that or not? Sure. I don't know. They can edit it out if not but that's one of the things she's like, you know, modern families, like an American families in particular, mm-hmm. you know, we play with our kids. We're, we're, that's not our role really, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not, mm-hmm. we don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. We really should be doing it less. Like you say, it might even be benefit. It's beneficial. Mm-hmm. But the hardest part for me with that is, is that like, I'm learning to let go of the fear of their, Oh my God, they're going to hurt themselves or, you mm-hmm. know, fall. And you know, that I know I have to let go of yeah. as they get older, especially But the fighting is really tough to deal
1: with. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to handle it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, our girls are three years apart and they're either, I mean, sometimes they're best friends and they'll do stuff together. They'll play in ways that, like, you know, are just not entertaining to a grown up. Like, you know, just like (laughs) run around and make funny noises (sighs) Mm -hmm. and dance and put on a show or something. And I think our, our oldest right now at seven, I just I just read an article, I think it was in the New York Times the other day that was like, oh, my God, this is spot on her right now. Like very like developmentally kids at that age mm-hmm. starting to get into like very literal and like right and wrong. Mm-hmm. And like if her little sister says something that's I don't know, not true, but she's trying to like joke or entertain her. she'd be like, well, she lied. She Mm. liked and she's very like, it has to be done this way. It's interesting. And it was funny because I know Adam and Mark have talked about Bluey Mm the show a lot. And there was a Bluey on the other day, and I heard the dad dog say to Bluey, Do you want her to play with you or do you want to be right? And I was like, Oh my God, this is spot on. (gasps) And I told her this this morning. I said, if you want to be right. Mm It's going to make her upset because, mm-hmm. you know, you're very did she understand, seem to sort of like start <laughs> she to understand like that or quiet no. and was she... like, I think, I think, I hope she was kind of <laughs> like pondering it. So she probably was. We'll see. Yeah. Like, they're always more capable
0: of processing things than mm-hmm. you even really think. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting.
1: Well. New question. Question. Share a recent parenting aha moment. I have one. I think we've sort of been,
0: well, we're all, I'm always examining the way I parent Mm -hmm. and we parent and I'm a little obsessive about it. Mark would probably just say, let it go a little bit. Mm -hmm. And that's probably true. But so one of the things recently I think I've noticed, or I've, I've been trying to do is just talk a lot less to Mm them. I don't need to be filling in the space with talking and, Hey boys, what do you want to do? And Oh, look at the sun. it's so blah, 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 blah. And I, you know, there's time and place for that. And the first morning, cause I had read about this concept. And then the first morning I tried it, it was like an amazing miracle. Like when I woke up in the morning and went into their room, I really just stayed super calm. I didn't really, I was just like, hi, good morning. And it was such a quiet morning. There were even, there were actual moments of quiet in the house while the boys were eating their breakfast, which I can tell you never mm-hmm. like would happen. Mm-hmm. They would always be going. And so that, that was kind of a revelation to me. I had, and it was so much more about my inner state too. Yeah. And that's another recent thing, which I've known this for a while, but it's obviously really hard to control that the more calm you are, the more calm they are. Mm-hmm. It sounds so easy, but it, it can mm-hmm. be so hard to, yeah. to really start to practice that.
1: So I need to know more. Like, did do like okay? If you gave them an instruction, mm-hmm. and what if they didn't do it? <laughs> well, <laughs> like, so I'm. I keep talking about this one book that
0: I read, but it has been. Because there's so many things in it. And if, if this gets in the episode, there's a little controversy, some around this book, because she goes into different, um she goes into like an Inuit culture and a Mayan culture and, you know, these uh-huh. different worlds. And, you know, there's some criticism that she's turning these uh, other cultures into gods. And then that's, mm-hmm. I d- disagree with that criticism. I think she's very c- kind and considerate. And I think you can tell she cares about these people. But anyway, as far as the not the not talking and the things like instruction. So I have so many good moments that uh, that were like, oh, my God, I can't believe this just happens. Like one that sticks out to me the first time I really put this into action. So instead of like just saying, put your shoes away or don't do that or Mm -hmm. stop playing that. um, She says, you tell them the consequence and then let them make the decision. So the boys were starting to ride their bikes. They were headed towards the street and you normal me would be like, boys, stop. Don't go, you, mm-hmm. d- you know, stop it. Wait right there. Mm-hmm. So instead, I just said, remember, boys, if you go into the street, you could get hit by a car and didn't run after them and didn't say a word. And they both sort of stopped and they kept going. They turned around and smiled at me and they just both turned right back around and came back down the driveway. And I was like, this is <laughs> incredible. <laughs> and like another good example was we were leaving daycare. And one of the boys dropped their water bottle. And normally I would probably either just pick it up for him or say, William, pick up your water bottle. What I did instead was just say, oh, you dropped your water bottle. And then I just kept walking to the car I love <laughs> like it. nothing. And it's I don't do it mean it's not mean. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just very matter of Just fact. observation, Just observation. And he you, he turned around and he went and he picked up his water bottle and just followed me. I was like, this is some voodoo magic that's happening. Yeah. However, the past week has been really hard. So, you know, that's, and that's an aha moment in and of itself, right? That like, I'm like, oh yeah, I figured it out. This is what we need to do. And then it works for a week and then it doesn't. And the idea I like behind it too, is that the whole point is like to get them to think, because they have to think, oh, do I want to go into the road and get hit by a car or, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, maybe if I leave my water there, then I won't have it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's getting them to take Mm -hmm. control, I guess.
1: I can't wait to try that. That sounds you should. I don't know. I
0: found the book. There's some things in it, too. Can I tell you one more? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. so there's some things in the book. When I was reading it, I'm like, that is not I don't like that. That's really weird. A couple times. Right. So this one was That in the Inuit culture, they will often draw on the child's uh, desire to be a, you know, a big girl, a big Mm -hmm. kid, a big boy. Right. So they talk about kind of saying to the kids like, oh, are you being a baby? But not in a mean like, oh, you baby way. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just it's more of like, again, it's a fact. Right. Oh, that's what babies do. Mm hmm. So the first time I pulled this out, so it was one of these quieter mornings that I had had with the boys when I, cause I usually get them up in the morning for the most part. I went to get something out of a higher closet and William says, oh, I see something. (laughs) And so they had seen sippy cups, old sippy cups up there, which the boys are too old for those really now. So we don't really use them, but they're still there. Mm -hmm. So I was, as soon as I heard him say it, you know, my internal was like, oh, he's going to want the sippy cup and it's mm-hmm. going to be a fight. I don't want to give it to him. And normally I would have, that's how it would have gone. Right. I'd be like, buddy, you can't have that. It's not your, no, that's not for you right now. You're having big boy cup, mm-hmm. you know? So I just turned and I said, I, I stopped. That's another thing it's teaching me. Right. It's just to stop for a minute before you even say anything back. Right. And so I just said, sippy cups. sippy cups are babies. You're not babies anymore. Are you? And they just like yeah, yeah, we want our sippy cup. And I was like, okay. And so instead of like fighting, I just said, oh, okay. You're, if you want to be like a baby, sure. Here's your sippy cup. Long story short, a minute into it, they both said, I don't, I don't want this anymore. I want my, my cup. Yes. I want my big boy cup. Yes.
1: And were I was you like, like, oh,
0: my God. Yeah, because it would have been a fight. It would have been a struggle for mm-hmm. sure. I just used it again this morning. The boys weren't cleaning up and there was these pom poms that they play with and they were everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I was getting really frustrated. And I just I I was like, OK, okay I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm like, I was like, boys, you know, when you were little babies, I had to clean up after you all the time mm-hmm. because you couldn't do anything. So I'm going to pick up these these pom poms. And I would love for you to help me. A second later, Oliver goes, I'm going to help you pick those up. And he goes, We're going to do teamwork and get this yes. done. And
1: I was like, That's amazing. What? This morning, a little bit similar. Our younger daughter said that when the boys were here, she really wanted to show them her room. And typically, like in the morning, as I'm getting ready, I'll go into their rooms, like open the shades, maybe pull up their blankets, you know, just do like a really mm-hmm. basic pickup. And this morning I thought, I don't really want to do that. And then and when she said that, I said, "Okay, if you want the boys to see your room, you have to make your bed and -hmm. and pick it up. Okay, so she went and she did it. it. And it's like so simple, but it's like. Normally, I would just do it because I want it to be a little Mm -hmm. neater and I don't Mm -hmm. want it to be a battle. Yes, but it was like. Okay. That was a nice little incentive. Yeah. And she wanted to be able to show the boys her room.
0: Yeah. So she did it. And that was her self motivation mm-hmm. to do it. And then it, she was super nice. proud. She yes. Went, come
1: see, come see mm-hmm. my room. Yeah. I had, this isn't a, a recent aha moment, but I had this one moment that was like, kind of like what you're describing where you try something and it works and you're like, what is yeah. this witchcraft? <laughs> yes. So It was probably, I think it was three years ago, our oldest had just turned four and our youngest was almost one. And we went to Disney World, which seems like crazy. Like, yes, normally I would be like, this is not like, why would you take a one-year-old to Disney? Like, it's expensive. Mm -hmm. You have to fly. But um, Adam's parents were going to be in Florida for the month. And he said, you know, it'd be really awesome to to go to Disney when my parents could go with us, you know, it would really mean a lot to them. And I think we'd all love it. So, okay. All right. So we decided to do it. I just, the whole time I said, I'm just going to keep my expectations super low, you know, whatever we do, fine, whatever we don't fine. So we had the first day we went to the magic kingdom and it's exhausting, right? Like it's overstimulating, it's crowded, it's hot. It's a lot for like a grown human mm-hmm. adult. So the second morning, we got up and our our older daughter who was 4, she we were renting a house with his parents and they and she came into our room and was like, I want to go home today. Oh. I don't want to go back to Disney World. And I'm like, well, shit. Like oh. <laughs> we're here, you know, like Gosh. we're here for yeah. several more days. And I remember having read something that was like, you know, basically a lot like another one of those things. that's like, Oh, this is common sense. But like, you know, your instinct is to like make something better for your kids. So you're like my instinct is to be like, but it's going to be fun. And Mm -hmm. maybe we'll see a princess. And you know, it's, and we can't, we just got here. We know we can't go home. And, but whatever this article or whatever had said was just to like, Just like, like, don't try to solve it. Just let them like feel their feelings. And Mm -hmm. so she sat on the bed with me and she was a little bit teary and just like, I totally got it. I was like, yeah, that's a, it's a long day. You're four. Like, it's a lot. But I just, I didn't say anything. I said, yeah, yeah, I I understand. And I sat with her and she kind of cried for a few minutes Mm -hmm. and then she just went, okay, let's go. I really, was like, that is what awesome. <laughs> and we went and we had a great day and it was see
0: and that's such a great example too yeah, yeah.
1: I could yeah. not I was like oh my god this
0: yeah is I've been trying to amazing. do that more too and it is it's it's hard it's not your first like mom or dad maybe instinct mm-hmm. you know you do you want to like make it better or like right. wait but look at this thing let's yeah. make it better here what it's gonna be fun and it's yeah. like just acknowledge that feeling yeah. and. And that does definitely help sometimes.
1: Yeah, I've been reading this book too. It's how to talk so little little kids, kids will listen. Yes. I have it, and I yes. literally
0: just got it out this morning because, like, oh, I'm going to read this one next because I've been reading so yeah. many. But you know, do you take some from here and here? So, yes yep. that that sounds like did, is that where that came from or no?
1: No, but it's it's a similar sort of approach. Mm-hmm. And they and one of the examples early in the book was was sort of about that like you don't need to like. Make it better, better. Or like solve it for yeah. your kids. And it was talking about like, well, think about how you as an adult yes. feel if you yes. went to work and you we were like... Yep. You know, I'm just really tired today. Like, I don't want to be here. And your colleague was like, "Oh, but look, yeah. yeah." Well, well, you should be grateful you have a job and you like it here. You know, you know, the people are great. You're gonna be fine. Just oh, you know, it'd be like, shut up. Yes, exactly.
0: Which is what our kids, yeah, yeah. It's very true. And that is in this book too. Just the idea of like, or maybe it wasn't. It was I think it was Janet Lansbury podcast maybe that was saying this was like. Don't do anything to your kids in a way that you don't treat them in a way you wouldn't mm-hmm. treat an adult. Mm-hmm. Right. Obviously kids are kids and they have their place and you have to, mm-hmm. you know, but that's a perfect example of it. The yeah. work, work friend, if they spoke to you like that yeah. in that situation, or this is maybe cliche to say, this is a man, man, woman thing, or, but I feel like a lot of times Mark or men in general, maybe, I don't know, maybe that's sexist, but, um, you know, if I'm upset, like I don't really always need you to fix it. I just need you to like, listen to me cry or listen to me. Like yesterday I had a really like out of nowhere, really hard day and was like really sad about the kids and thinking like, it was just so hard. It's just Mm -hmm. so hard and stressful. And Mark was really great. Actually. He didn't do that where he tried to fix it. He really was just like, I'm sorry you're feeling that way. And Mm -hmm. he was like, let's go somewhere and get out of the house to just shake yeah. it, shake you out of it. And that was exactly what I needed. And yep. it was kind of, an, it was actually really interesting for me to go through that as I'm reading about the boys right now and the emotions and things and emotional regulation, which I really was not taught very well. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even really start working on that myself until my early twenties, like mm-hmm. really focusing on that. I had a big temper and stuff. Um, But that was interesting to go through yesterday because that's what the kids go Mm -hmm. through, right? Mm -hmm. Even though to you, they're upset because their shoe won't go on or their pencil broke. It seems trivial, but to Mm -hmm. them, it's not. And like, even in that moment yesterday, I I couldn't even fully pinpoint why I got so upset, but I just, I just did. It just Mm -hmm. came over me.
1: Mm good job mark for supporting you. Well, it doesn't always go that way. Yeah, yeah. But yesterday was good. Well, I just wanted to share one thing that Adam did recently which was really great. Um and so this so this episode was I guess sort of inspired by Mother's Day, yeah. right? And so it was like a few days before Mother's Day and Adam was like, "What do you want to do for Mother's Day?" And in my head I was like, I don't I don't want to plan it. Like I don't mm. I don't know like mm-hmm. Sometimes I totally get that like decision fatigue of like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I like, you know, of course, like we both are pretty equal in like whatever meal planning or just like keep making decisions to keep things running. But I was just like, I don't I don't know. Can you just like I don't I don't I can't figure it out right now or something. And the girls were nearby and he goes, okay, girls, what I'm hearing from mommy is she wants us to plan some things that would be nice, nice. for her. And I was like, Perfect. Yes. I
0: was that like, was well, perfect, so- Adam. <laughs> oh, yeah. So
1: that was like a little kudos. Yeah. Good job. Right. And that, that
0: too, like, that's great. Like if you kind of say that from kids, like, mm-hmm. or to kids, okay, what I'm hearing from you right now is mm-hmm. that's really interesting. Very enlightening.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. What would make Modern Dadhood a better podcast? Oh, Lord. Definitely not having us on more. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I like, maybe it's because it's our own kids That's t- and own families, but I like the like the ending segments. Yeah. Like the funny things the kids say or the confessions. Yes. I always laugh.
0: Well, I, obviously the guys always say, right, they're not experts. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I always like to hear people's really s- specific examples of their experiences with kids because I want to learn something about how to better handle mm-hmm. <laughs> our kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be good. Another one? Let's move on. Okay. Should we see if there's one? Should we one dump our we bowl out? I don't yeah, know. Or what do you think? Or, or do, should we pick more or just dump it out? Or what do you think? Or just I'll go through them? Yeah. Yeah. Go through them, dump them out? Sure. Got any momhood confessions?
1: Uh, Let me think about that for a second.
0: I think there was a version of this already on the podcast. Maybe my big one is like if I'm eating something and the boys ask for a bite, I search on my plate for the worst bite to (laughs) give them and keep the good ones for myself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Was it Mark's that he says it's spicy? (laughs) Yeah, he'll say (laughs) it's Yes, because we eat a lot of spicy food, so that's Mm -hmm. often true. But Mm -hmm. yeah, that's a good fake out, too. I can't think of it. I know. They're like, you find them in the moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. What is a dad trope or stereotype (laughs) that you find totally true or one that you feel is a myth?
0: (laughs) Uh, That's a good question. Can you think of anything?
1: Um... I don't know if this is a dad th- I mean, it's probably, like, a mom thing, too. Like, a parent thing is that, like, I think you do sort of, for better or worse, like, become your parents or, like, parts of your parents. Unless it's, like, unless you consciously are, like, okay, I'm not right. doing that. But
0: some of it's going to creep in, inevitably. Yeah, yeah,
1: and I think one thing that it has, like, okay, like, it's sort of the stereotype or the cultural like history in like American parenting that the dad is like less involved or you know goes right. to work and the mom runs the household but I think like I think for Adam growing up it wasn't necessarily that way all mm-hmm. the time so you know he had as a model like a, a father who did a lot of the like household stuff and like I'm just grateful that he grew up with a model of a father that was not like caretaking is not my business yeah. or the kids are not my, I work and I come home and that's my chief job, Right, you know?
0: Yeah. And that's interesting. Cause I'd say Mark's dad, who was a wonderful man, um, they fell into those stereotypical roles a little bit more, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but at the same time his dad was involved and super hardworking and mm-hmm. taught Mark and all the kids like a good work ethic and mm-hmm didn't spoil them and yeah. you know they were really good parents i th- i think from what i've heard and, mm-hmm. you know mark is pretty is very involved but still the women just do so much more right. i'm sorry it's just the way it is it's just the way it is even if it's not physical it's in your like yes. the mental yes like yes you know but anyway i
1: know and and Adam is a great partner and father, but sometimes they're like, like I usually do. I manage all like the girls laundry and Mm -hmm. clothing and like switching out sizes and And, seasonal stuff. And like, I don't think I've ever done any of that. Yeah. And that's kind of fine because that's an area where I'm like, no, no, I just, Uh, well, just, I'll do
0: it, you and, know. <laughs> and that's what Mark would tell you. It's because I'm controlling and I want things done a certain way. And
1: there's certainly some truth there's in that. Some truth Sorry, to that. it's true, Mark. Yes, yes. Like, or there's been times, and again, I can't yeah. really complain, but like where, especially when the girls were younger and like it was really important to have like certain things in the diaper bag. Right. And we'd get somewhere and, you know, and he would have packed the bag and like, okay, all right, I'm going to change your diaper. Like, Uh, Are there any, are there wipes in the bag? Oh, I I thought so. Yeah. Well, did you check? No, Uh, I just sort of assumed. Yep. (laughs) Okay. That sounds a little familiar.
0: Oh, this one's kind of funny. (laughs) Has there been a time when you have felt embarrassed for your husband because of something he said or did on the podcast? Well, I wouldn't say necessarily, I was sort of embarrassed for him. I was embarrassed for myself. I don't remember exactly, but you remember when Mark started talking about William being bit by the dog and then Mm -hmm. I can't remember exactly what was said, but I was just the way he was talking about it was so insensitive to me. Like I was like, first of all, PETA is going to be on you for like talking about (laughs) like shooting your dog because they bit your child. Also, I felt it was extremely insensitive because so many families have to make a hard decision Mm -hmm. if they have a dog who bites or does something and it might have to put them, you know, Mm -hmm. to sleep, whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't like that term, but I was like, Mark, shut up. What are you talking (laughs) about? Just stop talking about this. Mm -hmm. And I think it's hard because I think like in Mark's mind, like he would never do that to our our dog. And I, I probably wouldn't either. But I also... Can understand the families who have to make those yeah. tough decisions. Yeah. And so when he started talking about that, I was like, oh, what are you talking about, babe? Just stop <laughs> it. <laughs> anyway, so that was one of mine. I don't know if you I have one. I think
1: we've not really embarrassed, but mm-hmm. there was something. There was, a, I think I usually don't hear the episodes ahead of time, but I think Adam played me a segment or something. And I was like, that's. That's a little too personal. Like, I think. Oh, yeah. I, can you just. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah, I'm a little bit uncomfortable with you yeah. sharing that. And did it get taken out? Mm-hmm. Then It did. Yep. Or yeah. Or well, like good um, for, you for speaking up. Trimmed down a little Trim, bit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I tend to be too open for my own good. So I probably I like don't care what.
1: It wasn't, and it wasn't about us. It was something about the girls that I was just like. Yeah,
0: well, and that's true, right? You have to, I guess you have to be a little protective of that or conscious of it. Yeah. This is just hilarious. I'm sorry, but But how, why have the kids been moody lately? (laughs) Our kids are always moody. Are your kids? Kids are moody. What kind of a question? I mean, Mm -hmm. how do you navigate this? I mean, that's. Why?
1: I don't, we Um, we don't have to answer that
0: one. It just made me laugh.
1: Sometimes we'll just look at each other and just say mood, mood, Mood. Uh, you know, recently
0: again, in thinking about when I started trying to regulate my emotions Mm -hmm. in my early twenties, I I got very into meditation and and Buddhist philosophy Mm -hmm. and that stuff helped me tremendously. But lately I've been thinking about one of our boys (laughs) has a lot of, I don't know, anger, emotion. He screams, he throws, it's Mm -hmm. very, very constant and we don't know how to handle it. But I've been thinking about the, you know, the imagery of like a wave and like Mm -hmm. coming over you. So what did you just say? Mood, right? Mm -hmm. You said mood, mood. So I've been thinking like we could even help the kids. Like, like you could just say wave, a wave's coming on, a wave's coming Mm -hmm. on. Like, and the idea is like, it will come it will rise and it will go, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's what happened to me when I said yesterday, I got so upset. I did almost didn't even know why. Yeah. And I, you just have to like ride that out. And that's like kind of like a Buddhist, you know, principle too, is just the idea of letting that come in experiencing it and, Mm -hmm. and and it will pass and go. Mm -hmm. So I've been thinking about that with the kids, like maybe just saying, here's
1: a wave, here's a wave, like to take the power away from it. Yeah. And for me, like in parenting, it's like trusting that it will go. Yes. Cause when I have those days too, it's suddenly mm-hmm. like, oh my God, what am I yes. what am I doing wrong? Or yep. not even like I mean, I think I'm a good parent. Right. Right. But like, how what can I change so that I don't feel so emotionally like mm-hmm. tapped out or like resistant to yep. what's happening? And like usually just with like the passing of that day or a couple of days, it's like, oh, I feel better today. I don't know why. Yes. I just, but it's hard sometimes for me, like in a tough moment to not try to just like figure it out and solve it and like trust that like things will just evolve and and, like it is a different day the next day. Yeah,
0: That's so true. Very, very true.
1: (laughs) When you said that the coming over like a wave just reminds (laughs) me of like preparing for labor and thinking about like (laughs) contractions and like oh oh, because same thing I had done with our second I had done a lot of reading I wanted to be like okay better prepared this time Mm -hmm. and I I just had done a lot of reading about like visualization and mindfulness did it help and actually it did help help a little it did help it also probably helped that, like, my body had done that before. I'm sure, yeah. See it was I, completely
0: different. I had, we had, I had a planned C-section. Mm-hmm. So the boys were about four weeks early. So I, in a way, luckily, I guess, didn't have to prepare for that. And I, I still think, I can't imagine, I really can't imagine mm-hmm. giving birth like that. It must be such an experience. Um, and when I first found out that I could never have kids naturally, or at least that's what, that's what the surgeon told me when I had surgery and, I was sad, you know, but then I just, uh, then it was okay. Then I like kind of came to terms with it. It wasn't a big deal. Like after but... the
1: boys were born or before?
0: No, before. So I had like fibroids. So they okay. had to go in and remove those. I had two surgeries and because of the place my scarring is and my mm-hmm. fibroids were, were, I couldn't give birth naturally because of oh, I see. a risk of bleed, excessive bleeding mm-hmm. or something like that maybe another doctor would have told me otherwise, but I was just kind of like, okay, that's Mm -hmm. fine. And then we end up having twins anyway, which already have a higher rate of Mm C-section. But, but Mm -hmm. I didn't have a C-section from twins. It was because of the fibroids. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, (laughs) my friend telling a story, she, she, she was like the birthing partner for her single friend who was having a baby. And Mm -hmm. her friend was like this yoga instructor and super like, we're going to do this all, you know, Mm -hmm. mine. And look, I'm all into that. Totally. But like, The experience went completely the opposite direction, like complete opposite. And my friend was like, I can't believe, you know, she didn't really go with it, you know. And I'm like, well, I can't imagine what Mm -hmm. she's going through. Mm -hmm. So but it just that's you never know what you're going to get. Right. And if there's anything more yoga in the moment, like, right. right, You just don't know what's going to happen there. So,
1: yeah, uh, I think all that like reading and prep. And I had done like a bunch of like same thing, meditation Mm -hmm. and trying to like. Less of like, okay, you know, I'm a flower opener. Mm -hmm, It wasn't, it mm -mm. was more like I needed to practice keeping my mind calm. Right. And. Right. That's kind of, yeah. It did help a lot, but I think if, but my labor was a lot shorter the second time too. Mm -hmm. And if it had been like, you know, 12 hours, 18 hours, like. Like yeah. Probably the Zen wouldn't have lasted no, that long. No, <laughs> I really, I, moms, that's
0: one thing that even though I'm a mom, I can't relate to that, yeah. you know, and that is, it's, it's, it's really remarkable. But same
1: thing, like a C-section's a major surgery. And <laughs> well, that's, it, it, like, that's true. That's a whole different
0: <sighs> Yeah, and of... mine was like the, I have like a long scar, the old fashioned scar. Okay. And so like, I couldn't bend over, couldn't pick up the kids for even mm-hmm. longer. So yeah, that has its own things too, I know. Yeah. But it all has, you know, there's always somebody better off and we're right. harder yeah. off and yeah. you know more right. let's see
1: what about what's something done. you should never say to a mom
0: no oh, it's so hard because i've heard myself say things yeah. to new yeah. moms that like i wouldn't treasure think I...
1: every moment yeah it goes
0: so fast well like that's like that's one like i might not say treasure every moment but mm-hmm. yeah it goes so fast Because it's just, it's true, right? It's true.
1: But not when you're in it. But when
0: you're in it, I mean, I remember just dying for my kids to be, again, I was Googling, like, when do kids sit up? When do kids Mm -hmm. sit up? Because I just wanted them to have some, like, not be just blobs where Mm -hmm. they waited on you for everything, you know? But I also can look back on that and be like, oh, I didn't appreciate those early Mm -hmm. days, you know? And I didn't, but that was my experience. But it's Mm -hmm. just, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I remember... After our first was born and I think she was like nine days old and we probably hadn't had more than three consecutive hours of sleep yet. And like same thing, like being on Facebook or online and and just like trying to find like answers yep. or advice and posting in some local Facebook group that was like pretty much garbage. But <laughs> like something about like, how do I get some sleep? You know, mm-hmm. something like that. Or yep. what can I do to my To help my baby sleep and, and, you know, somebody saying like, don't worry, like it's going to go so fast. Like by, by like three months old, it'll be much better. And I was like, I can't go three months. I remember thinking this is like a week and a half and I am at my breaking point. Yeah. Like three months. I know. uh Uh-uh, that's not, doesn't work.
0: I remember thinking the same type thing. Like there's no way. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm.
0: so funny. It, it's it's just such a trip. You just cannot know what it, it's just such a crazy experience.
1: There's something about when people say like I don't know how you do it. That kind of I wouldn't say it bothers me, but I always think like, well, what else are you gonna? What do? else are you gonna do? Yeah, it's
0: funny because I've heard, actually that's an answer I've heard. I don't know. I can't tell you where, but I've heard like people say that. Like I hate when people say I don't know how you do it. Mm-hmm. Do it. I actually for some reason like that. Because it's like, for me, when people say that, I'm like, oh, I'm glad you acknowledge how friggin hard yeah, this yeah, is. Yeah. But I get your point, too. And I think more moms feel like you in that regard that they they're like, well, what am I? What the-? choice do I Yeah, have
1: like run away? Yeah, no.
0: exactly. Yeah. yeah those, those are good answers. In what way has having children made your marriage better or worse? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's too big of a question well, to answer.
1: I think for us it ultimately has made us like more solid mm-hmm. as a team and more like, yeah, we're human. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I always think it's kind of funny when women don't want their partner to see the baby be born or, le- you know, oh, like yeah, he's not, you know, oh, he's not yes. going to see that. right? right like right, right. I, ge- I of course I totally get that. Like that's not mm-hmm. your best moment, but, but also I always felt like, this is our child. And if like Adam wants to watch right. her come out of me, then yeah. like fine. Like, yeah. okay. That's like a z- diversion, but that's yeah, okay. I, it hasn't made it worse. But I, I remember like after our second was born, like, I don't know, six, six months in eight months in being like, man, once again, it's hard. Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: with two kids, I mean, and you started with two yeah. kids. It's one to one. Yep just you know there's not a spare moment in the day for like time together really and just feeling like oh this is why couples don't make it yeah and we were never anywhere close to that but it was just like this is hard i remember like bickering more just being annoyed more like Um, yeah but any you put anybody through like stress and exhaustion and and when your kids start going to school and like somebody's got a new cold every week like mm-hmm. it's just it wears you down it
0: that's I think that's all extremely well said because I think yeah I mean has it made it better or worse it's just it's just made it really different mm-hmm. I mean in a lot of ways it's made mm-hmm. it better and in a lot of ways it's made it worse and that's just mm-hmm. the truth I mean but I think to what you said it's just your you're already at, you're at your limit. Like Mm -hmm. at least I am, I feel like all the time. And I Mm -hmm. think Mark is too. And it's kind of been an interesting thing because Mark's pretty easygoing. Mm -hmm. I've dealt with anxiety and depression and things like this my whole Mm -hmm. life, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I've always been a little crazy, right? But Mark's been pretty stable and pretty good and pretty happy Mm -hmm. and chill and relaxed, but the boys test his patience almost more than me, Mm -hmm. which is I'm kind of surprised. Mm -hmm. And I guess I only bring that up just saying when you're both like at your limit, you're both tired, stressed, exhausted. Yeah. You're gonna bicker. You're going to be short with each other. You're going to get irritated for silly reasons. And it's just tough. And in the beginning, I feel like almost our marriage was, it felt, we felt, I felt really close in the beginning because I had a really hard time. I really struggled as a new mom. Mm -hmm. And, Mark was amazing. He Mm -hmm. was really, really wonderful. Yeah. And never made me feel bad for what I was going through. Mm -hmm. And that really, you know, drew me a lot closer to him. Mm -hmm. But with with two screaming toddlers, it's definitely hard because we're both annoyed and irritated, like, all the time with our kids, with each other. And not all the time, but
1: often. (laughs) So anyway, but... You have to actively say we're in this together. Yeah. This is a partnership and a yep. team thing. Yes. And like, cause one person can't
0: No, And to your point, right. You said like, you can see why people don't get through this. Right. And yeah. like, I can oh, totally yeah. see that. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, but I also can see, you know, too, like if you can get through this, mm-hmm. how you must be made stronger right. as the kids get older. And I th- feel like if you can weather having kids mm-hmm. together, <laughs> yeah, that's probably pretty special because it's hard.
1: Yeah, and to get to a place where when your kids are, or at least your youngest child is old enough that your kids can be, like you were saying earlier, you can kind of step away and I not like worry that somebody's going to like put, pop a toy in their mouth and joke right. or like stick their hand in a socket. Or mm-hmm. when you have those little moments of like, oh, we just got like, A little more independence. Like, oh, it's like incredible. Yeah, it really is. Those little wins, those little like time. And, you know, it's always like bittersweet of like, oh. Right. You're not like a baby anymore. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. All right. Well, where can you learn more about modern dadhood, Jamie?
0: Well, you can learn more about the Modern Dadhood podcast and buy a t-shirt on Modern... <laughs> I already messed it up! <laughs> oh, wait a minute, okay. Whew. You can learn more about the podcast and buy a t-shirt or Modern Dadhood hoodie at moderndadhood.com. I think they're trying to combine the uh, hoodie... Yeah. modern dad, dad hoodie. hoodie yeah sorry no should i read that again no, <laughs> is it a typo <laughs> modern so.
1: buy your modern dad hoodie at moderndadhood.com and you can find modern dadhood anywhere you listen to your podcasts, including apple Podcasts, stitcher spotify iHeartRadio, radio and more
0: don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen, and please consider taking 30 seconds to help turn more dads and moms onto the podcast by leaving a rating and a short review on Apple. And please tell your friends about Modern Dadhood. Word of mouth makes a big difference.
1: Thanks to Casper Babypants and Spencer Alby for the music you hear in the podcast. Thanks to Pete Morse at Red Vault Audio for always making the show sound pristine. And thank you, listeners, for putting up with the modern moms. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed. Hope you enjoyed. Oh man. (laughs) Podcast. Living modern.